The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, Jesus' parents brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, And said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was was of a great age. Having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, Then, as a widow to the age of 84, she never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer, night and day. At that moment when she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, Filled with wisdom and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Last week, I held the rough hands of a man I had never met before. These hands were cracked and calloused, hands used to work, hands that reached out for mine for a prayer. When I asked him if I could pray for him, he put down everything he was carrying so that he could hold my hand. I thought about him all week. A group of us from St. Christopher's met him doing compass outreach at the corner of William Cannon and Highway 290, and he was one of many who came by just to see what we were up to, pedaling up on his bike for a slice of pizza and to visit with some friendly faces. He camps near there 
and feeling pushed to the margins with all the storms of life battering him, but with a ready smile when he realized we were just there without any agenda to meet him exactly as he was. As we visited about what life is like on the streets, his fears, his situation, his loneliness and embarrassment, the isolation, just a simple conversation, a really vulnerable conversation. So as he was preparing to go, I asked if I could pray for him. And his hunger for that connection with God was so familiar because it's my hunger too. And as we gathered a few of us to pray for him, I felt the circle of God's love and light enfolding us and all of his fears and his hopes. The love of God is a light to enlighten the nations. And standing there in a highway corner where two or three were gathered together, Jesus was present. That light that enlightens our hearts. This is what Simeon the prophet says about Jesus as he takes his own rough hands, reaches out, and holds the child Jesus in his arms. The Messiah, God's promised salvation prepared for all the world to see. Jesus' radiance enfolds us in the light of God's love. Jesus' presence with us shines a light on those on the margins, those who might feel invisible or not even welcome in the walls of these temples. Jesus' love draws all into the circle of God's light. Hold this man in your mind and imagine with me the others who are on the margins, those without status, those without papers, those without a home, those without a family, those who stand on the outside looking in. Those on the margins include the homebound, those isolated by illness. Maybe even you are familiar with that feeling of standing on the sidelines. Maybe you've not felt like you belonged. Maybe you have been left out. This good news today is for you too. Because as we watch Jesus' parents fulfill all the requirements of the law, we see something miraculous happen. Jesus' radiance there in the temple fulfills all the law and the prophets shining out from that place even to us. All the law, all the prophecy point to this one child, to the Messiah, and his presence in the temple, it's almost as if it focuses all these streams of divine revelation to a fine ray. It's in his life. It's in his ministry, his sacrifice accomplished on the cross. If the light of the divine presence is focused here through Jesus, then it becomes refracted and expanded out in his resurrection. For his salvation isn't only for the consolation of Israel. It's for the whole world. For you and for me. For everyone who feels sidelined on the margins. That light to enlighten the nations. A light that spreads to the whole universe.
You know, that God's plan of salvation should include the whole world is slightly scandalous. Because we Gentiles are strangers to that original covenant. But that's the way that God's love has operated since the beginning. God's love is a love that can't be exhausted, can't be confined, can't be limited, can't even quite be comprehended. It's a love and light to all who experience it. So even when our human love gets exhausted, tired, suffers compassion, fatigue, the love of God always burns bright. It shines through Jesus like the fiery dawn. Rowan Williams, the former Archbishop of Canterbury, pointed out to me this week that fire doesn't diminish fire. Not personally. I was reading him, just so you know. He pointed out that when you light a candle, the flame of the other candle doesn't diminish at all, but it keeps on burning, spreading itself and its heat and light. Flame kindles flame. And as the flame spreads, the light it casts increases. He says, when God's love sets the world on fire, there isn't any less of God. There's just more of us. All the heart of reality is a love that keeps on giving light to our existence. And Jesus draws that circle of light larger, that those who are standing on the edges might be brought in. A light to enlighten the nations and the glory of God's people, Israel. But not only that, his light and love shine through those on the margins back to us. Holding the hand of that man in prayer on a highway corner, I felt God's love shining out to me. That's why we so often hear that we receive so much more than we give. So today I wonder, who is on the margins of your life, maybe looking for God? Or where in your own life is there a hunger for God's light to shine? Where have you felt the love of God radiating back to you from the margins? Because it is the nature of God's love to shine in and through our lives. And we see it refracted and reflected in those who journey with us along this earthly pilgrimage. So take a moment this week. Rest in that light and let the love of God shine on your path. You never know, you might just end up holding the hand of a stranger. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen.